This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any apps to listen to is always appreciated. Hey guys, today I got another great interview for you. I have Mary Ellie. I know I pronounced your name wrong, so you, can you repeat how you say and then what you also do? Hi, Anang. Um, Thank you for having me. My name is Marielle, and I'm from Puerto Rico. I'm a branding strategist and a podcaster. And so how did you get into that? Because you're also a fellow introvert. Um, Yes. (laughs) Branding is a very personal thing, and you also do, like, workshops and stuff like that with your podcasting. Like, how did you get into that? Because I thought about doing it myself, but I have no idea how to get started. Well, it's kind of a long story, but I, in 2010, I finally decided to quit my job. I had, I was a manager at a hotel and I started a process of looking for something because every, I had the best jobs in the world, but I always felt that there was something missing and in 2008, like two years before I quit my job, I went through uh, some transformation workshops here in Puerto Rico. It was like a six-month transformation process. It was a long thing, and it was very painful. But that's when I realized that I've been missing so much in my life because of all the stories I had in my head about myself. And two years later, I quit my job and I was doing, I was looking for a way to earn a living. I started selling promotional goods and in pharmacies and small shops. And it went well for a little while, but I decided to go back to school to finish my master's in communications, in public relations specifically. And when I did that, I had the opportunity to join this friend that I also met when I was in those transformation workshops back in 2008. And she had her own public relations firm. And so we started working together for the next like four years. We were, we did a lot of things. We worked with really good clients. And I also earned a lot of experience with communications and public relations, something not very typical for a, for an introvert. No. But the good thing about that job was that I was freelancing. I was working from home in my own time, in my own terms, most of the time. So it was perfect for me. Uh, I was doing a lot of writing also. So in 2015, that the economy in Puerto Rico was really, really bad. So she had to to end the contract that we had. And I started, I needed to do some something on my own. So while I was working with her, I started studying how to work LinkedIn. And I became kind of an expert here because nobody at that moment was looking at LinkedIn here, here in Puerto Rico. So I started offering seminars and helping people on how to work their profiles. 
So I already had the, I was already a, a, a master in communications. I already had a background in marketing, but I also got certified as a coach. So working with people was the thing that was missing, like that part that was missing all the time and working with people one-on-one in making changes to their profiles and to the way they would uh, talk about themselves and their careers. And when they, for example, I had this guy that I helped, he used to work at a bank and his work title was awful because it didn't represent what he did at that job at all. So he talked to me for like 20 minutes And he told me of of all the things that he would do for that company. And I said, like, well, I think that what you do is process improvement. And he was, I can't believe you that in two seconds, you just told me what I've been, you know, banging my head around to figure out. So those kind of things, that's what I was doing for individual clients. So I started with LinkedIn and one year later. I met someone on Facebook. She's a girl from Uruguay. And she wanted me to produce a radio show for the internet. That's what we called our first podcast. (laughs) And um, we started recording. It was kind of um, like a conversation podcast. We would talk about different subjects, entrepreneurship, um, in a very holistic and spiritual way. And she was a Feng Shui coach. So we would talk about all these things in this podcast that was back in 2015, 2016. And until both our careers started moving on, people got to know about it. Podcast was perfect for me because I wouldn't dare to talk in front of a camera at that moment that I, I, I was afraid uh, of videos and cameras until like late last year. I had to put myself to get, to, to get there. But um, we started that podcast and it was a, a little success, you know, for, for us uh, starting there. And um, after that, people kept looking for me uh, for help in how to produce a podcast. And after after that, um, the same school where I certified as a coach required me to offer a seminar for the students on how to produce a professional podcast. And I started doing that. And that's kind of the long story short. And I haven't stopped since, like working with individuals, either helping them either um, optimize their LinkedIn profiles, uh, produce a professional podcast to move their career forward and give my workshops and seminars and all that. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of how it seems for a lot of us getting started. We kind of, things just kind of flow together and either they just pop up for us, the opportunities, or we get kind of forced into it. Like, yeah, I wouldn't, I've never have helped anyone else in podcasting if they didn't like specifically ask me, it would have never crossed my mind. Or helping, exactly. yeah, or doing like a conference. People are like, we needed one here in the Midwest. 
And so me yeah. and my partner did because it was like, we need to do this. Like, someone needs to do this. Someone needs to do this. And after a while, it's like, we can't just keep saying somebody expects someone else to do it. We just need to do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's kind of how it was. It wouldn't cross my mind. But when I finally did it, I said, oh, my God, this is so much fun. I should be doing this forever. I love it. And yeah. And especially getting <laughs> getting paid to do it, it's always the greatest thing yeah. when, and when especially <laughs> someone so new, like when it comes to podcasting or coming with LinkedIn or anything in general, like they're always kind of like, well, can you just do this for free? Or can I be just kind of, I help you, you help me kind of thing. It's kind of like, no, if you want my help because I have some expertise, I need to get paid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think um, baby steps is like, um, was key into doing all this because it all started small, you know? I started pro probably with a lot of friends who were looking for me and I said, hey, I've been doing this for free for so long, you know? Probably I should start charging. And then somebody wanted a seminar and then, okay. So then I started talking to groups and then bigger groups, you know? And then I went to conferences and it, but it was, you know, it all started small. It all started in, in my home, probably in my ro living room. And then, you know, moving to an office space and so on. Yeah, and that's, a, that's the best way of getting into it. I feel like if, as introverts, when it comes to a lot of the, like, normal jobs, we get forced into it so quickly and there's no, like, learning curve. The, the learning curve is a little too harsh because they expect you to just do it. That we do so poorly, which makes us not want to try it again or build on it because at least when it comes to something that we choose ourselves we're kind of like we have the space in the room to tinker and just kind of yeah. play around with things yeah um like right now um, i'm doing all of all of these things but it's been nine years you know <laughs> yes <laughs> so it's not like i started yesterday i've been nine years doing a lot of things. For instance, one of the things that I started in 2015 is that I joined a Toastmasters club and I started practicing uh, public speaking and and how do you call that? Uh, improvising stories, like in two minutes and all those things. So, and I've, I'm still a Toastmaster today because I've, in Spanish, I can do it very well. In English, it takes me a little bit more time because I don't practice my English every day. <laughs> yes. But, but you know, what, what I'm saying is that practicing in Toastmaster helped me like when, whenever I had the opportunity to, to give a conference in front of a bigger group, a uh, group, a larger audience, then I was more prepared because I had all these skills and all this practice and all of that. Yeah. And especially when it comes to things that you set up, you have like slides, you have like props to help with mm. you instead of like an impromptu, like, tell me how to do this, like right here. Um, <laughs> it's like, give me a computer, give me like a starting point. But yes, I, I, I realized when I did the conference, since we had like a starting point, it was easier to get rolling. And it was very easy to get up there. I got, uh, <laughs> I do hate my partner a little bit because um, she threw me into the introduction without telling okay. me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but because I've been practicing with other smaller groups of things, I got, I went through it pretty well. I had a couple of times where I just stood there for like maybe three seconds, like staring, like, ah, what do I say? But <laughs> I moved on. It, it, it took a while. I didn't feel like 
a complete failure on that, which is fine. Like, that's kind of the thing. Like, I'll get better at it because I need practice. And honestly, I wouldn't do a Toastmasters here in my area because it costs a little too much to be a part of it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, the idea of doing that to get better at speaking in public or just speaking with other people is very important. Because I know a lot of introverts are calling, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. It's like, honestly, you need to get uncomfortable and just talk to strangers. That's literally it. Yep. And that's another thing, like networking. Oh, my God. That was like the worst thing ever, like getting into a place and like um, presenting yourself to a complete stranger and pitching your business in one or two minutes. For me, that that was the most terrible thing in the world yeah but, but I put myself there many 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 times and last week or well a couple of weeks ago I was in podcast movement in Orlando you know when you meet all these people but we have a common interest which is podcasting and that makes it a little bit easier but I know myself I'm still an introvert so It, it was with the people that I had more chances like to continue the conversation, the ones I really connected with, the people that I had lunch with, and the people I got to stay with after the conference ended, and we got to talk like for hours later. But, you know, those small pitch, that, that doesn't work for me. Not yet. I practice. I feel more comfortable with it, but I'm still, it's a work in progress. Yes. And the thing is, we all need to keep... We all need to remember in one sense is that just because we're bad at one thing, that usually means we're good at the opposite. Like, I, yeah. I, I met this one guy, and he, he was telling us, like, I am a great public speaker, but I'm a horrible listener. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm glad you feel that way, because I feel like if I'm, since I am a, I'm not the greatest speaker, I'm a lot better listener, which is a great thing that introverts have. We listen very well. We get into details, and we want to dig in with you. Yeah, that is completely true. I enjoyed speaking so much that I knew so much about the other people around me, but nobody, none of them knew a lot about me because I was always listening in the listening mode. So, yeah, I learned to listen, but also to participate a bit more. Yes. It's, it's part of my business and my job. Like, I'm supposed to be the listener, I'm supposed to be helping, but I always feel like, If I'm out networking, if I don't actually talk about myself, like how am I going to like push my business and explain people or get get in their minds that, oh yeah, if someone needs this, then you should call her. Or here's her email. And I don't go into anyone's mind because they're kind of like, I don't remember what she does, because <laughs> she was listening the whole time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Being there, being there done that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a progress. Especially because I know there's I feel like a lot of introverts would love the idea of Working for home, even just partway, like there's more and more businesses, luckily, that are starting to do like, tele I guess they call it telecommuting uh, jobs where they work part time from home or all from home. And it's still through a business. So they still have the, I guess, the cushion of a regular paycheck, insurance and all the extra fun stuff when it comes to owning a big business. Well, the rest of us kind of have. I guess we have more freedom. We also have yes. like the, we have all the problem of like, we still have to do everything. Like I have, to, <laughs> if I have a problem with my internet, I have to call somebody. 
Yeah. I can't just like <laughs> email IT like get get over here and fix my internet. Like it's it's literally a conversation to a company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, I miss those IT guys because usually when I used to work in the corporate world, those were my my partners in crime <laughs> to yes. solve all those kinds of problems. But but in the end, I feel so much happier, you know, the freedom you get to, to work from home and do things your way on your terms. I mean, there's no price to that. <laughs> that's priceless. Yes, that's kind of something that's that's deeper than just the normal sense of calm like that there mm-hmm. it's more of like a, a something that's added to your life instead of just um coasting in life exactly exactly okay. so yeah. what are some tips that you can give to other introverts to be better communicators with being a coach or getting out into groups and doing teaching classes or even just getting into groups of like say you want to be in a book club or something well, I would strongly recommend getting a coach because a coach can help you deal with those stories you make about yourself, the stories that don't let you move forward with whatever you want to achieve in life. And that's very important. When I got confronted with all those, because I wouldn't, I mean, in the past, I wouldn't even ask for a raise. I would dread to ask even for time off. You know, <laughs> I was so shy like that. But but having someone see what I wasn't seeing, that was really, really key to to working with that, you know. So having a coach for definitely number one. Number two, embracing who you are um, and knowing like there's nothing wrong with being an introvert. In fact, it's good. It's a good thing. And we all don't have to be extroverts and because it balances the world out. <laughs> we would kill yeah. each other if we, we were all looking for attention and yeah. all extroverts, extrovert people like that. <laughs> so, so, yeah, uh, I think I, I have a lot of uh, clients that are introverts like myself. And when they come to me like I need to change because I'm too shy, I'm like, and what is wrong with that? You know, have you thought about it? <laughs> so that's really, really important. Embracing who you are and and the way you are. Yeah. And third, practice. Practicing, practice makes perfect. For instance, I told you about my fear of the cameras. I never wanted to be taken, um, photographed uh, and video, no way. But I knew that I had to start doing it because of my business. Um, I'm a coach. I'm a branding strategist. So I need to put myself out there and lead by example. And uh, whenever I turn on the camera, I remember the first time I did a Facebook Live. I did it in a small private group that I have, a secret group, with a very small amount of people. And I was like all surprised because this was my very first time I was doing that. The thing is, I was promoting this free webinar and I was having a hard time getting people to sign in. But when I did the Facebook Live, people started signing it like a lot faster because of the video. And then I noticed 
like I have to do this for the rest of my business. So um, there is this coach. She lives actually in Texas and she launched this challenge. It was called in Spanish, Tírate Sin Miedo, like throw yourself fearless, like just do it. Um, it was like a 21 days or a whole month challenge like that. And you would start doing uh, little videos. You could record it yourself and then just upload them. But one every day, because by doing something day after day, you would get better at it inevitably. So that's what I did. I started doing small videos. I started scripting, getting really prepared for doing that. And in the process, I learned so much about myself, about how prepared I was. About I got a lot of feedback from people about the content I was sharing with the world. So after like a week of doing a video every single day, a short video, I started feeling a lot more confident. And then I started doing Facebook lives again, more openly in my Facebook pages and feeling confident about it. And now I have this interaction with the people in my community and it's been amazing, but I had, you know, I had to start at some point, even if it was terrible and the quality of that video is horrible. But the thing, the important thing is that you do it and you keep on practicing until you get better. I wasn't suffering because it's not about, you know, doing things that you hate, but it's doing something that may be uncomfortable. And then with practice, you learn to feel more comfortable with it. Yeah, and I definitely, I've gotten to that point where I started doing video, but it, I had I started first with things with no talking. So I had someone video me when I had like I was helping with someone do product for their apparel. So I literally was doing like twenty seconds of me moving in front of the video to show off the pants that I was wearing, and then I started doing kind of small funny things on like uh, Facebook or um, Instagram stories. They're just literally like five seconds of like. I had I, I call them little pop-ups where literally you just have a video and I'd be I pop myself out of a bush, I pop myself behind a cupcake, like I just did little things like that. And that got me more comfortable because no one at that point was saying, like, what are you doing? That's weird. It was just kind of like, that's funny. And they move on. So it was it helped me feel less like a weirdo about it because uh -huh. there was no reaction. Like that's the best kind of reaction you can get in the beginning, is no reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Even not even speaking into the camera, because that that is something that sometimes inhibits us, you know, like the even the sound of our voice. <laughs> so yes, believe I know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I like that. That's even a smaller step. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then to a point, I'm slowly getting. I am working on a a video freebie that I have, which I'm okay. I'm finishing the script for it. I just need now to find a place to record it because where okay. I'm at, it's a little harder because still we have lawnmowers going, there's fireworks going at night. So there's not many times I can find a place that will be quiet enough, but still have a beautiful enough background for the, this video is going to be kind of nicer. So I want to make sure it looks nice, but it needs to sound better, which I don't really have right now. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I forgot what I was saying, but 
But Zoom, oh yeah, I, I remember. Zoom is such a great tool. I love Zoom. I love doing videos with Zoom because at the very beginning, I didn't even, my face didn't have to show up. I would share a presentation and just talk yes. <laughs> and yeah, and give a whole masterclass without, you know, appearing on video. Then. But yeah, Zoom makes it so much easier, at least for myself. Yeah, and then some people need the props because I know from... I had another fellow introvert teach a class at the conference we had, and she needed to have her computer up. She needed slides and everything else. I did I did better when I had my group. When I taught my class, I sat in the front, and I just stared at each person, kind of like, I am talking to you. You're, you have a question? We have a question. We're talking one-on-one. There, everyone else is still there for the whole thing, and I still taught what I taught, but it, it was how I worked the crowd the way I needed to. While she needed to not realize the people are there until like 20 minutes in when she could kind of get in the rhythm of what she was teaching and she needed to make sure the slides were got people's attention and not her so that yeah there's certain things each person will find what works for them on exactly what they need to say how they need to act like different things it's just it's a it's a hit and miss you just it experiment and you'll you'll figure it out after a while yep self-knowledge and experimenting uh, definitely to get to know what makes it easier for you and what makes it more comfortable and what works at the end of the day. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. This was definitely very helpful. It's, I love hearing how other people do things because I don't know anything about coaching. I don't know anything about branding and stuff like that. And I'm just getting into the world of like seminars and stuff like that. So it's definitely to hear some, hear from someone else who's farther along than I am in that process. Whatever you need, just let me know. We yeah. share the group in, in She Podcast, right? That's where we met. Yes, She Podcast. I'll definitely have it on there. And the will definitely be great to, to let everyone else know. We like to, we love to share and help each other. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So whatever you need, you, know, you have my contact. So Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon where you can get more info, check out products. Hit me up on Instagram at the introverse bubble or courageous creativity.